0: duck south studios in oxford mississippi we're communicating it's a bold strategy caught let's see if it pays off for them. this is the end of the line podcast powered by DuckSouth.com. i gave it a uh, a 10 a 10 sweep the lick. you have a problem with that and now here your host rocky lafleur Everybody on? Good, great, great, wonderful. No yelling on the butt. Josh Webb. Sorry I had a fight, Melia, but party. And Jake Latagas. And bad news. Also starring Rob Crew. I bet you spice into the woods a hundred bucks. And Bradley Ramsey. No, Martin Insane. Showtime. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Showtime, everybody! Showtime! Welcome to the End of the Line podcast. I'm Rocky Lafleur in the Ducks House studios in Oxford, Mississippi. The former home of Houston Nuts. Want to be on the line? Rob Kroon. Rob, do you miss Houston Nut? He's been on my mind this weekend. Houston, damn nut. Yeah, of course I miss you now. How could you not miss it? 50. 50. That's what's been ringing in my head. 50. 50 to 3? No, no, no. 50 years. You remember his famous speech? It's been 50 years since you've been to a New Year's Day bowl. 50. That's right. Back to back. Right. 50. See, I think That's when right. Houston Nutt left Arkansas, he cursed them. He got some yeah. kind of voodoo curse on Arkansas when they got rid of him. You know what they did? He said he was leaving for greener pastures at Ole Miss. We all know he got fired. Do you remember when all that stuff was going down and that guy uh, camped out in a tent for two weeks on the Arkansas River, like on a, as, a, as like a strike? Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, they, they, they really wanted him gone. He had some good years, though, with him at Baden and all those guys. I mean, dude, they, they did pretty – I mean, it's almost like a Mississippi State situation. Like, sometimes, sometimes you know things get stale. But let's be honest, man. You know, when you're doing pretty well in the West, you know, and I, and I know um, – what's his name? The motorcycle record, Petrino. I know he did awesome there. But, you know, when you're when you're when you're competing in the West, you you really need to kind of calm down and, and realize what, you know, what you got going on. And you know, I'm not saying that State always had great years and I'm not saying that Mullen was the best coach ever, which I read some stuff this week that made me wonder. But, you know, you can't really take stats from a college in Mississippi and as a head coach and compare them you know, when you're playing Alabama and you're playing Auburn and, you know, and then you got, you're going to lose a goofy game in the SEC every year. It doesn't matter if you're a good team, a bad team, like you're going to screw up against somebody like ours is usually Arkansas. You know, sometimes we beat LSU when we shouldn't. That's kind of what I mean along those lines. So you're going to have this goofy stuff happen. So it's hard to look at the stats and say, okay, well, Mullen didn't beat, he only beat like two or three ranked teams in certain years and, a lot of the Florida people. Some love him. Some are like, eh, I don't know. But you know, you it's hard to it's hard to go by that because the SEC is so strong and there's so many good athletes on every team. Now there may only be 25 really, really, really good athletes on Ole Miss team. But those 25, if they get together and they get sleep and don't have the flu and their girlfriends aren't dumping them and they're not, you know. You got the, They're doing good, and they're all coming together. They can play with anybody. I don't care what anybody says. Now I know Alabama's a different, totally different deal, and Georgia now is too. But you know, you you get the you get the right things happen, like the Greg Hardy Florida game and stuff like that. You get the right things going. Um, you know, you can surprise some people and win some games. So, all right, hold on. Let's let's say this. All right, before before I ask you this question, Pretty thing you ever come out of nut in arkansas was the recreation of the real men of genius commercial that somebody did houston nut when he was at arkansas i mean that was absolute genius you you gotta go look that up on youtube (laughs) ask you this and then i'm going to tell you a story real quick greatest win in your memory with houston nut at the helm at ole miss Wow. Uh Two Georgia. State. In my head. Georgia State. Georgia <laughs> State. Man, you know, the thing about the H D N years is that I was really down on I didn't like any of that. I didn't like the hire, I didn't like the coordinators. There was really no, – I love the players, but there was nothing I liked of that whole deal. So, I I don't really – to be honest with you, I don't know if I can sit here and tell you. I mean, Memphis maybe? I don't know. Like, I, no, I don't – I'll give you one that will really – Tim Tebow crying game. Yeah, but that was Greg Hardy. I mean, Greg Hardy made – I mean, he completely no. dominated that – now, yeah. Jevin Snead had the game of his of any SEC quarterback in his whole life. Mike That's Wallace true. made Jevin Snead look like a right. absolute right. genius. But see, I why I forgot about Snead, because Houston ruined him. He killed his whole <laughs> – he killed him. Oh, he yeah. killed him. The, the kid was going to pl- play pro ball. Now, granted, he might have been a, a Drew Luck kind of deal or something, but he was going to play pro ball, and Houston not ruined his career. I agree with that. He was known Whoa. as the QB killer. He was known. He was known as the QB killer at Arkansas before he came to Ole Miss. Who, it, it was. It wasn't Moncrief, was it? Who was that receiver that had? Lo- who was that? Mike Wallace. We man. had He had the day of his life. Nuts! That's right. See, I, I'm telling you, I kind of blocked that out of my mind, and we had some really good players. And um, then the clock I, play, I was, the, the, the 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 stupid less miles. Clock play happened in the uh, the Houston Dell Nut days. You you remember where they they tried to clock it? Yeah. Uh, yes. They had no timeouts. LSU. They were number two in the nation. So we beat number yes. one and number two. And then, so this is where my story comes to with you, Rob. So I ran into somebody that played for Nut this weekend. All right. Very close to the program. Nut was playing for an extension or coaching for an extension. When he got that extension, he absolutely gave up, and then he tried to just sell Ole Miss fans, you know, that whole – you know, when he lost that Jacksonville State game, you remember that? Jacksonville Do State rem- is about the size rem- of Delta State. Do I, rem- Do I remember it? remember it. Oh, man. That's awful. That's awful. Yeah. And he tried to sell Ole Miss fans that it's been 50 years. Back to back. Back to back. Think about that, people. Cotton bowls. I just need a little hat. just need a little hat. <laughs> Houston Dale Nut. Everybody thinks that Hugh Freeze was the greatest snake oil salesman ever at obis no. no, that mountain is real high. Climb to knock Houston Dale Nut off of. See, I'm not. Uh, sure. I'm not sure that I'm not sure about Freeze like that though. I'm really not. I, listen, like, uh, here's the thing. That's but that's what state fans want to throw up. Hey, you. you Freeze was a snake oil salesman. <laughs> no matter hey, freeze you're look, – Look, look, time out. Freeze came to Lambeth University, okay, in Jackson, Tennessee. That's where I met Hugh. That's when we started playing golf together. They had not won a game in like six years. They won the freaking NAIA national championship two years in a row with him. So you could say what you want. And I'm not and saying – it's he right? Yes! that Well, he got paid, but their payroll was bad, and there were some weeks they didn't get paid. I mean, it was rough, but let me tell you something. They were horrible, horrible. Like, I didn't even realize they still had a football team when he got there. So, to say, look, if you can do that there, and, you know, he, he may not be the best head coach in the world, but that guy... Is a recruiter and a motivator. I don't care what anybody – you can say whatever you want to about the guy. I don't care. You can talk about his personal life. You can talk about whatever. But that man could make you feel like a million dollars at any point. And that is a talent. I don't give a crap what they say, who they're mad at, what he did. Like, I'm not saying what he did was right or wrong. I don't even know what he really did. Who does? I don't know. But let's be honest here. When he was at Ole Miss, we were on freaking game day and beating Alabama and stuff. So don't give me this. I mean, I don't want to hear about all that. Like, we're going to suck so bad this year. We have basically three head coaches, and we're going to suck so bad. And so is Mississippi State, for the record. But we're going to suck so bad. It's going to be so embarrassing that there's no – it's going to take us five or six years just to recover from this. Well, I had no idea – that we were going to be talking football today. What about, hey, before I let you go and we get into the greatest of Rob, a Mondays with Rob, not greatest of Rob, but the greatest of Mondays with Rob? I can't ask you, Ben, what was the deal with that, with the whole argument going on on Duck South last night? What the, say, are you, are you friends about, with, with, the with the Trevor with, guy? No. Which one are you talking about? The Trevor Falls one? Or are you talking about the one where he's blowing the uh, rapping and then blowing the goose call, driving down the road? Uh, I mean, it's the same argument in both places. If you if you go actually look through it, I'd rather wait. Look, it's rain. You know, Mississippi's getting it too, but it's rain. Uh, Tropical Storm Barry is such an asshole. He it's rained so much that I would go rather. I would rather go go water my yard and my plants than talk about either one of them right now. Anyway, what I want to talk about is this Arkansas farmer program. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen or heard of out of the AGFC. I told, I tried to tell these people that the dominoes were going to go. Yeah, I didn't know when, and I didn't know what, but here's number two. All right, here's walk number me two. through it. Walk me through it. I'm a dummy. I've not, I hadn't read it yet. Well, I last, pre- last, I, ha- I have I have read it. I have read it. But I am Yeah, last week, you know, one. they're trying to do a farmer incentive plan, which is a good idea. I mean, it makes sense. But what it would make sense to do is if you had farmers who growing rice, is to pay them to leave it to hold ducks in that area, not to let people hunt it. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It is it's it's insane. Like, and, and what, and people are like, well, I guess it isn't that bad. I'm like, guys, do you realize if they were to get, let's just pick a number. Say they get 5,000 acres to leave some rice and stubble or just stubble and put water on it, it's spreading the ducks out everywhere. So you're, okay, so let's put this in perspective. So Stan Jones has all that land over there and all those woods and all that land. You think he's not going to have 5,000 acres around him wrapped up? To hold ducks? And you think anybody's going to get to hunt it? No. This is still more political posturing bullshit. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming one at a time. And they've been letting them out about what? Every one, every two weeks? It's coming, boys. Y'all get ready. All oh, we're residents. paid eight cents of tax, blah, blah. Okay. Get ready. Because it's coming. It's coming. So... Why is that not a good idea? Why would you not, is it, why wouldn't you want? Well, well okay, all right, people. let's put this in perspective. Okay, I I, main, I mainly hunt private land, okay? Let's take somebody mm-hmm. that doesn't hunt, doesn't hunt private and hunts maybe public. Well, they're spreading the ducks out. The ducks aren't going to come into the woods until 12 o'clock to come eat and hang out because they're eating rice all morning right beside the WMAs. So why would you why do you want to spread the ducks out? Why are they messing with mother why why, why, don't, why are they messing with with my? Gr- why don't they leave it like it was and just try to take care of one problem at a time. One of their biggest problems is these green tree reservoirs. They don't even have the ability to take care of them. Why are they going to get all freaked out and try all this new stuff that makes zero sense okay now let's let's take the art the public woods hunters and the private people out of it. Okay, say Jimmy John down here doesn't have time to get a lease or doesn't have whatever. He just wants to go hunt Arkansas. Well, guess what? They got these rice fields. By the way, how are people going to hunt them? They don't have pits. What, are they going to lay down in the stubble? Are they going to do like that guy did that made that invisible blind on Duck South? Like, what are they going to do? How are you going to hunt it? You you can't hunt an open rice field standing up in the middle of the field. Oh, so anyway, so this helps nobody. All this does is spread out the ducks. Now we may have the best winter ever, which I think this season's probably- if you don't I don't want to say that this season has potential to be very, very, very good because of the water situation in the Midwest, up to South Dakota, and just the fact that we, if we get a winter and get a push, more ducks made it back to Canada because nobody had a good season. So this has potential like this sets up is like a really, really, really good year. it could be, it could be terrible. But it sets up to be very, very good. Yeah, I think it's so just opposite. What, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be an awful year. All that late, no, corn they got planted in June and July. No, up I north, so. it, 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 I don't think so. I guess they're still going to eat. They're still going to eat bugs. They're still going to eat acorns. They're still. I mean, they're they're, they're 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 opportunists. They know how to find food. They were finding food way before people were leaving corn for them. So anyway, so. So okay so now we got this going on and they're spreading the ducks out. So so why spread them out? Why are you doing that? Who does that help? Is there not Anyone a limit to... on the number of acres? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. The more you spread them out, the poor, the worse the hunting is in Arkansas when you're already having declining numbers coming to the state. This is another thing. It's just another way to run people off because eventually these guys paying 20 grand a year To hunt, they usually kill four or five hundred. They're killing a hundred now because the field next to is holding all the ducks. Because AGFC's paying some farmer fifty dollars an acre to leave stubble, they're sitting there watching this stuff and don't get to kill them. Mm. See, I'm on the other side. I think it's good. I don't think that. I think that you restrict the number of acres that get done. All right. So let me explain why I disagree with you. First off, in the past 10 to 15 years, I've watched the Mississippi Delta turn into the surface of the moon. I mean, there's nothing but dirt left in fields. There's uh, there's just flooded mud pies is all it is. So when you start thinking about them flooding, leaving rice double and flooding it, it's a good thing. It's going to hold birds. Um, the numbers in Mississippi have gone down, I think because there's no food here. You have a food source plus cold weather, you're gonna have ducks. They're gonna get up, fly around, loft around. They're gonna go to these public areas, uh, flooded timber to loft around. But anytime you provide food, it's a good thing. And you know, a lot of people aren't gonna participate because it's just not enough money there to do it. I think it's $25 for if it's floods by rain, $50 if you have to irrigate it in by by well or pump it in. But, man, providing food will always, always be a good thing. I, do, I don't mind. I, do, I, I have nothing wrong with leaving ground for, for, for that, for holding ducks. But I, I'm telling you. Ask somebody from Tennessee how this is going to work out. Find somebody that hunts a lot in Tennessee that knows their stuff and ask them how this – well, I mean, I'll sit here and tell you, but ask somebody how this is going to work out. I'm, it, I've just seen it, Rocky. I've seen it. They do it here. They leave these huge chunks of land here – not huge, but big chunks of land. They grow corn or whatever they can get in there, millet, bite, whatever, and they grow it and they leave it. And it. I'm telling you, it will absolutely – Almost ruin your hunting because the ducks will stay in your field till six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning, and then they bounce to the refuge or to the conservation ground or to the food where they know where it is because they go there every day and hang out. And then guess what? They come back at five thirty every day to your field. And you and people are like, "Oh, they're not tar- they're nocturnal." No, they're not nocturnal. They're smart. They know that if they eat your food or come to your ground and chill out, and then fly to the out of the food that nobody's molesting they don't have to do anything they're not getting pressure i'm telling you i've been through this i've seen it i've been hunting in tennessee my whole life i've seen it happen and it is a complete cluster so i'm just telling you from experience and and that's why i said arkansas had the greatest um public system because they did leave some food but they didn't overdo it like tennessee so Tennessee's completely overdone it. And all right, so you've talked. So let me let me say this. For, for the past five years, we've had dry falls. Everybody's been able to get in there and work their ground up, so there's been no food at all left. So you you think that that doesn't have anything to do with declining numbers? I think that what's, what you got to remember, though, is that we need wet up north to protect the ducks from the predators. This is more... I think that the the amount of ducks that made it back north, and the amount of ducks that had a hatch. I haven't seen hatch numbers. I'm just talking out of my butt here, but the amount of ducks that got back, and the amount of water that kept the ducks safe from predators, is going to should make for a really good hatch, and should push the ducks down here with weather. The ducks are going to find the food. It doesn't matter if they have to go to. It doesn't matter what they have to do. They will find food somewhere. So that's how I feel about it. I could be wrong. All right. But do you, you, hold hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So you agree that the past two or three seasons in Arkansas, besides you take out the one, what was that, 16 or no, 17? 17. You take it out of the bunch. And you, let's just say five years. Let's say five years. You take 17 out. That was the year that it, it got so cold, right? 16, 17 or 17, 18? Go ahead. But you take it out, you would agree that the numbers have declined. Right? Absolutely not, Rock, Rocky. I've killed within a hundred ducks of my duck total no, 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 the no, last no, 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 not you, dude. You've got one of the top places in Arkansas to hunt. No, I'm just telling you, you I hunt all. You, I hunt all you, over. I hunt, all, I hunt all over. My numbers have been very, very similar, except for last year, and they were down sixty. Percent probably. All right. Dries fall in history too. Everything was tilled over. Everything. Okay. Well. No, we'll last, see. last I mean, year let's... that wasn't. Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Last last fall was really wet. There was a lot of beans left. Right. Uh, last year wasn't wet until. Yeah, it did. It got well. We had those really two really good cold fronts in November, and then it went straight to rain and seventy degrees every day. I don't care how dry it is or how much food you have or don't have. If it's 70 freaking degrees every day in Arkansas, you're not going to kill ducks. I don't care. I, I don't that. give a crap. you got to have food, though. you got to have food if it does get cold. It doesn't matter. You can have food all you want. If they're in freaking North Dakota, they're not going to eat it in Arkansas. You've got to have food, and You've got but you've got to be able to hold them once they do get here. They didn't, they didn't get there. They're not going to come there with 55, 70. That, when it's 55 in the morning when you wake up and 70 when you go, when you're afternoon hunting, they're not coming. If it is cold, you, if it is cold, you've got to have food. No, you don't have to have food. You have to have no pressure or less pressure. You can hunt them and then you've got to leave them alone for three or four days, hunt somewhere else and come back. If you can do that and you're smart enough and structured enough to do that, then you can kill ducks. If you sit in the same blind in the same pit, and hunt two or three days in a row without food, it's over. They're not coming back. You have but, but to move then, around. We need to continue this next week. We'll continue this talking about this. It should I, I, I want to get into it a little bit more. Hey, I will give you one for sure thing about this before we get into it next week. Josh Goins is sitting in his mama's basement with a tinfoil hat on, son. You just had one of the craziest people in the world and his band of pe- band of uh, members join the crowd in the fight against the AGFC because they're going to blame the AGFC on their crappy season in Louisiana. Now, well, they can blame whoever. Spade's still a spade, Rocky. FFL has joined the hate AGFC crowd. Good for them. They need more people to bitch at. <laughs> all right, got to get to the greatest of Mondays with Rob now. You remember one of them. I'm just going to you, drop you a little hint How, where and how Rob attends church. It's pretty good. It comes back all from a year ago. Anyway, Rob, have a great day. Uh, I'll talk to you again next Monday, and we'll continue this conversation. Where did this all come from? <laughs> Thursdays was wrong. <laughs> I'm thinking about this is on what the happens far left. This is what happened to I have seriously, ever since you said it, been thinking about that first guy that gets the offering plate. I've never thought about that before. The yeah, guy that's the on the front guy, left. Yeah, the first guy on the front left that gets the plate, man, he's got a serious dilemma because... If he puts like too much in there, then all of a sudden, like all, when, you know, when they're all eating lunch, like, oh, you see, old Jerry, he put a fat sack in there this morning. That's what I'm saying. You got to go with the check, man. I know they don't. I mean, I know some of you take cash. You want to throw it in there, you know, do the ten percent for lower serving and everything. But you can't. Dude, people talk, and next thing you know, they're marrying your cousin sister and everything, trying to get land. But seriously, if you're in the far left side and you get the, if you get it first. You have to seriously like. You just have to put your head down and pass it to the right. Don't even like. Don't even front. Like just just pass it down. Don't just just let it go. That's the thing you do. Just let. I tell you what's what's worse is the people that don't fill their checkout before they get there, and they wait till the very second that the offered plate's next to them. And they start filling. That's the check a southern. Out. That's a Southern Baptist thing. I think. I don't think other people do that. I think they have their stuff written out before they get there. But I don't know. I mean, I've been to like a bunch of different denominations of schools and churches and stuff like that. I grew up Baptist, but I mean, I went to a whole. I've, been, I've seen them all, done them all. Something. I think I'm pretty sure that's just a watch me write this on a check thing, and keep Joel <laughs> Osteen in business. <clears throat> but anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, if you're on the far, like, if you're on the far, if you're on the aisle side where they're picking it up, you're straight. You don't have to do anything. You can just smile and be like, I'm going to be the last person at church, but I'm not going to be the first person the envelope in here. So, I mean, it's kind of smart. I mean, you got your pros and cons to both. Oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I am am a back-of-the-church guy. I do not like me, this in the front. I mean, me too. I mean, I, look, I've been on the hunk a little but what I'm saying is, like, you've got to, like... <laughs> You gotta either be left middle or right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I have, but I'm saying like (laughs) there's no like there's no if you sit on the far left, you have big balls because everybody's staring at you. The guy that gives you the play and the whole wrestling aisle, all fifteen of them are staring at you. Like, what you gonna throw in there? And so you have to do something. I mean, Uh oh, oh, gosh. Man, I'm sweating. Yeah, buddy, I mean, you got to admit, I'm bringing a valid point. Him, I him, love him you. And, <clears throat> him and the AD sit on the, the Ross usually sits on the same row as I do at church and, and freezes two rows up. Yeah, yeah. well, it's not that they're trying to kick the preacher off and preach, but I love <laughs> you. I mean, people say what they want, but he's a, he's a good dude. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I played a lot of golf with that guy, and he. He's a good fellow. Well, you know, what, what did you do you do when they pass the when when they pass the plate? Are you on? The, are you trying to hide from Ross and he's, Or do you just like when does Ross pass you the plate or do you pass him the plate? I'm trying to see what what if Ross is giving the right amount in the I plate. Would just, if I were you, like you know, at most of the good. Churches, they will just let you go under the radar and give you the envelope already, and like you just be like, man, I put a check in there. That's why it's not safe. And you can just play it off, but like you get around well, <laughs> the bork and freeze. I mean, he, I mean, they might throw some hundreds in there, some blue tape. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I would have to look down and I'd have to look at my wife and be like, what, what did you put in there? Like, Timmy me, me, put to put a check. Timmy's a check. And just slide that envelope in there and just let it go. I mean, once it go, that's the thing. Like, there's so much anxiety when the plate comes to you. Once it's gone, you're like, man, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you know, go, the the worst feeling in the world is sitting on the end of the pew, and you, 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 get, you get paid on a biweekly format, so you give only twice a month. And you have to shrug the you have to shrug the guy off. not giving any this week. Yeah, that when you sit on the far left, like away from everybody, you have to actually start it. So I mean, everybody knows, like, oh yeah, homeboy down there holds his cash. Like you, you have to actually start the deal. So <laughs> it's whatever. I don't know. And so everybody, everybody knows what you put in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. What you got to do, you, you really want to know how to beat this. And not, you have to take an envelope in yourself and just put one check in there. I don't care if it's for 50 cents or 5 million and just let it roll. Because you can't go in there with a bunch of – you can't go in there with a fat sack. I mean, and you can't just flop a bunch of hundreds in the thing. I mean, this ain't the dollar store. I'm going to tell you, man, church, sometimes sometimes it can be really, you know, there's a lot of anxiety that comes into that. I'll tell you this, I got invited to a revival at a black church one time. So I went, (laughs) and I will will say this, they observed how much money I put in the offering plate, and they passed it back to me again. (laughs) That's no lie. I was going to ask if you got invited back, but that answered that question. They watched, like a hawk, how much money I put the offering plate, and they passed it back to me again. That is no lie. No, I believe it. I mean, I guess that's why that – sometimes I anyway, sometimes that's why – maybe that's why they stay in church so long. Everybody keeps getting the pass back. <laughs> I don't know, so, man, but I know exactly, like – I mean, this is real-life stuff. I mean, I mean we want to pass grade to the communion, but – I mean, communion – the offer plate, but I'm just saying, like that's that's stuff that happens. So mad, it's so funny because you're just like, yes, got him again. But the whole thing, man, and I mean, I, you don't really I don't, Just, just tell me, you got a secret crush on your neighbor, right? Oh my god! Because <laughs> you said you said she Listen was to that girl in the movie. She is, but the thing, is, she, yeah, no, I don't have a crush on her. But I, anyway, they, 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 they had a Christmas party or Thanksgiving party or Hanukkah or whatever the hell they're celebrating the other night. And beforehand, they had their kids out there and they cleaned all the leaves out of their yard and put them on the street. And and I, uh, I just drove down through there the night before the party and just drove through the stack of leaves and just blew them everywhere. <laughs> I mean, just just straight. I'm talking just like leaves were everywhere. I got leaves in my, in my probably in my radiator, in my front grill. They're underneath my windshield wipers. They're everywhere. My whole truck is covered with leaves. They have. To, well, I mean, they know who did it when they saw it. But I destroyed their leaf piles. I mean, just completely. They're everywhere. They were everywhere. There's no way they got it cleaned up. And that's what happens when you when you do stuff like that because you have to pay your consequences, and that that's what they got. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the future. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's gonna get worse. But you know, I got you know, my boys are seven and they're twins, you know, so I mean, I've got backup. I mean if I you know, in a couple of years when if I need a little you know, a little assistance, I'm gonna have it. And they're and they're not gonna be you know, they're gonna be ready for whatever. You Ooh. know. I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about the uh, you know, And that lady could bring her golden retriever down there and whatever, poof in my yard. That's what they've been doing. They've been dropping these big dungs in my yard by my mailbox. If they think I'm not smart enough to not step in dog crap, they're crazy. You know, I've got a dog too, lady, and mine will actually listen. I'm thinking about taking my dog down there and picking up bumpers in her yard. I'm going to get one of the, I've got one of those bumper guns, you know, that shoots them like 100 yards or 100, whatever it is, 150 yards. I'm going to start shooting those down the road. She'll call the cops. She's like, he's shooting a gun, he's shooting a gun. No, I'm shooting bumpers in your yard from my driveway. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to do it on wet days, too, so the dog just destroys the front yard. It's going to be awesome. I'm glad I thought of that. (laughs) There's so many questions that I have from this. That hold on. We're going to get back to the Christmas vacation at the end of this. But, one, should you bag leaves or should you just pile them up the road for the city to pick up? First of all, who bags or cleans up leaves? They're freaking leaves, people. Yeah. Like, that's just, that, all that is is added work to your life. If you've got time to bag and clean up or blow leaves, then you need to get another job or some part-time job or go ring the bell for the Salvation Army. Because I don't have time for leaves. The leaves are no Either I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. Here's my deal. It's the dumbest. What What the hell are you raking leaves for to show off dead grass? Yeah, I mean you got dormant grass on top of that. Like nobody cares that your yard doesn't have leaves in it. Nobody gives a rip. My whole neighborhood is full. There's a lot of people that bag them up, and there's a lot of people that you know obviously have people they pay to do it these people that are out in the yard on the weekends raking in leaves and putting them on a big pile, like, what are you doing? Like, go to the movies. Go, like, do something. There's got to be something better to do than to rake leaves for eight hours. And Then we got a storm Saturday morning that was wind was blowing 30 miles an hour, so everything I knocked over got blown right back in the yard. So – so not only do you have to re rake them, you're going to spend another Saturday messing with these stupid leaves that fall off trees. You, if you told like your great grandparents that people were raking and bagging leaves, they would not believe you. They'd whip your ass. That's what I mean. Yeah, their, you, they you. would whip their not your for telling them. I'm just saying them. No, no,
1: no. But they, I are time.
0: I'm like you. What? The second point is it. Once they buy, they degrade down, their fuel are fertilized for the yard. So why yeah. they come up? Yeah, they, they're just, these people don't know, and they want to get yard of the month and all this, and that's fine. Congratulations. Go, go celebrate at Olive Garden for your yard of the month plaque. Like, you know, yeah, my yard gets a little tall in the summer. Yeah, I live on about an acre lot, and I mow it with a 72-inch zero turn. Go sue me. You know, my neighbor's wife will be out there push mowing with an 18-inch push mower, and I'm out there on my zero-turn Kubota diesel, and I'm on my yard in 11 minutes. It takes 13 if I'm drinking a beer. 11 minutes gets me the front and the back, and I'm done. I don't have time to be sitting there push mowing my yard. I sure don't have time raking the leaves. So if I've got a bunch of leaves in my yard and my wife gets upset, which she never has because she's not an idiot, over leaves, then I'll just take the Kubota and blow them all out in the road, and let the neighbors run over them and splash them up in the air. Who cares? It's a freaking leaf. Uh, you, oh, never mind, never mind. Did you see how many comments we got from when I about the about the golden retriever? I can't imagine what we're gonna get from talking about leaves, people that rake leaves. You, you I are mean, idiots. Seriously, I, I, I rake my yard once a week. Yeah, you got you guys that go you yard rakers need to go get another job or a hobby of some sort. Go build remote control airplanes or model cars or help your kid with her soapbox derby. I got an idea. Stay in the duck blind. Forget about leaves. Yeah, go. Try not right. to rush home to make your wife so freaking happy by raking yeah. leaves. Stay out there and yeah, go the ducks are, the mallards are flying from nine o'clock in the morning until twelve in the afternoon. That's when you kill most of your mallards. That that's that's who's going home to rake leaves these guys that are getting out of the duck line early well yeah or go shoot a cow i mean i don't know what deer season is because i don't care but i'm sure you could go deer hunting somewhere or go fishing anything who <laughs> raking leaves is the most is the craziest thing i've ever heard of like i i cannot when i see people doing this it makes me insane like I realized when I, they started doing these big, the pile of leaves that they had, they, note that I said they had, was like six feet tall. I mean, and it was like 30 or 40 foot long. So, I mean, I couldn't even, I was afraid I was going to hit my their neighbor's mailbox when I did this, because I couldn't see anything, and of course it was at night. But, you, like, what are you going to do with all those piles of leaves, like, the, you're paying the city $12 a month to pick up your garbage, and you're going to leave them a pile of leaves like that? Those people should have to pay $112. Because that's just taken hey, away from time. I got Go to ahead. tell you this. How cool would it be to be the guy for one day that gets to suck all those leaves up? Now, you're talking about a satisfying I, job? For just one I day. Would turn the, I would turn the fan around backwards and blow them all back in the yard. <laughs>
1: be like, man, I don't
0: know what happened. I was trying to suck them up, and next thing you know, they're everywhere. And I couldn't get, you know, I couldn't drive my truck on your yard because it would run it up. So if you'll rake them back up, we'll get them next week. I mean, what mean, it's not that much difference. I mean, really, in reality. Yeah, there was some difference back in the 90s when you could get an HK and float a fourth and stuff like that. And, you know, it was one of the first spring guns that everybody used. Yeah, I get that. But not now. It now, kind of goes back to a conversation I was having last week, you know, outside of just guns. If you're if you're brave enough and have the wild feather in you to put on the back of your truck piss on Ford or piss on Chevy, <laughs> son, you would watch your grandma be shot before you said you love the opposite one. <laughs> If you look like at the new trucks, like the new Chevrolet body came out like a few weeks ago or whatever. If you look at a Dodge, a Chevrolet, a Toyota Tundra, and a Ford, you almost can't tell a difference. I know you can't tell a difference in a Toyota and a Dodge and a Chevrolet because they look identical. And I mean, cars and trucks these days. I mean, like, what's so much better? Like, what what does one have that the other one doesn't have? I mean, I have freaking air conditioning seats. It doesn't get any better than that. How are they going to top that? I mean, my truck drives itself. I mean, how? What, I mean, what do you, they all do that now? What do you like? What? How, what's the difference? Ford didn't take the bell out. They didn't need it. Get out of here. I've always what's looked up? at vehicles as gets me from point A to point B. Right. I, mean, you could, I you guess could, there's. You could I guess there's no want to. I guarantee you if somebody on Duck South made a post talking about how they used a wagon, somebody would have a problem with it. <laughs> Your wagon ain't got the right tires. My wagon's got good tires. What are you running? Well, two horses and a buggy, really. <laughs> Did you see that guy that made the post about... He, he took. A, he set his phone up in his, uh, his outfitter store, and... He, he was running with the dog you kennel. Know? <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. There was another good post on there the other day about safety with children with guns in the house. That was that was a good post. I, I saw where it went a little off road for a little while and finally came back. Well, I didn't get into the, the the off path, but I did like the information that some of those guys put on there because it's pretty important. Hey, while we're on Facebook, I gotta ask you a question. I don't know if we've ever covered this topic on Mondays with Rob. And maybe we have. Maybe I'm forgetting it. But what does it say about somebody that likes their own post? Man, I've seen it done a few times, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I don't know how it happened. Like, I don't know how it got to that, but it is hilarious. I I don't get that. I don't get if you didn't like it, why post it? You already know you like it. You don't have to actually physically like it. You posted it. We know you like it. That and the following dot. Like, don't you know you can click top right on the arrow and say follow this post, and you can see every little thing. I'm going to say, I'm going to be an idiot and say that I didn't know that. Yeah, you can put on the top of the post, there's that drop down where you can mute it or unfollow or whatever. Or turn notifications off you can actually turn notifications on so you don't have something that you don't even post it yeah you just if you find a thread that seems interesting you can just turn notifications on and it it tells you every time somebody posts but anyway yeah the liking your own post thing that's we we may need to talk about that with somebody like look man (laughs) all right let's look let's back up a couple of weeks because i i've yet to hear this story walk me through the note man the note was amazing um i was mad about it at first but now i've embraced it um and it's 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 one of the funnier things that's ever happened i'm really kind of ocd about my boats and trucks and equipment i don't like anybody touching it or messing with it so at first i was mad because i could just envision this 18 year old kid that heard this saying and thought it was so funny and finally found the opportunity to, to use it but um you know I, I literally like i joke with my friends that were with me it, it, this parking lot is a u-shaped parking lot okay and it's it's like it goes completely around the building. There's parking in the front, parking in the back. And you know how in a lot of restaurants where they have the dumpster, they have like a huge spot beside it where that they either had too much asphalt, or built the parking lot a little too big, or just left room for the dumpster. So there's like an extra wide spot usually back there. Right. And and so they that, that, that's where I pulled. Now now let's get this straight. Now I'm in a truck, which. Anybody that owns a truck realizes that you can't park them in the – like you basically have to back in or be a gypsy to park them in the lines in the first place, okay? Not only that, I have my 1756-edged up boat behind my truck, okay? So that's another 20 feet, probably more than 20 with the motor. I back up in that last spot in the very back of the parking lot, the very last spot, okay? I back over a stack of limbs somebody has put back there. And basically, my trailer was parked into a tree, okay? And behind that was a Walmart. So I basically parked in Walmart's parking lot. And somebody had the balls to put that note on my truck. After I went through all that, it took me like three minutes to park. And the main reason I was so pissed is because I would like to see whoever wrote that note so eloquently try and back a trailer that good. Because I can assure you that it wasn't going to happen. I right, read read me the note. Do you? Can you I'll just paraphrase it for me? You don't have to read it. Well, pretty much, what did the note say? I don't have it with me, but it pretty much said, um, "Let's see, your truck's not that cool. You should learn how to pull in. We. I wish your dad would have pulled out. Something like that. Which is, I mean, give me a break. Like, I. They didn't come up with that. I've heard that a thousand times, but. Like, who goes you- through the time to t- take out a spiral notebook, write that down, put it under my wiper, and risk me coming out there and whipping their ass to write that? If I would have seen that person, whoever it is, I would have whipped their ass right there in that parking lot. It's, okay, let, let's let walk through this a second. It had to be a friend. No. It had to be somebody that knew your car, your truck. No. Nobody would, nobody would do that. I mean, the, the writing looked like a girl's anyway. I think it was a girl. If it was a dude, he's got the most feminine handwriting ever and really needs to, you know, look in a mirror and be like, am I homosexual? And it's fine if he is, but he needs to get, you know, a Greek, Go ahead and get out of the closet. He- all right, if you took the time to to back the trailer up over the curb, right, that's what we're talking. You back the trailer into the parking place, up on the curb, and back, and you, you your truck was actually sitting in the parking place, right? Yeah, my truck was like four to six inches over the white line, and I couldn't back it any further the other direction because I wouldn't have been able to get out. And if I would have moved it, it would have hit the tree. So I parked where I had to. You know, I mean, it's not like I pulled up next to some car and blocked them where they couldn't open the door. Like I, I made a, I made like an effort. You could like have a been complete, a complete ass and taken like ten parking places. I up, should have pulled in the trailer. front and just blocked the. Whole, yeah, I should have blocked every like fifteen parking spaces in the front. And they're mad because you were over by four to six inches over the white line. Yeah, I mean, I should have just blocked the whole restaurant. So, so you really is—is is this a place where a lot of hunters hang out? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but this person, you know, they weren't. They, you could tell by the note they're—they're not—they're not hunters. The only thing they're hunting that night was an ass whooping. All right, so it had to be either a girl or a guy that writes like a girl. Yes. Yes, one, a, one of the two. A, a proper, all right, so we can narrow this out. It wasn't a proper girl with, with manners, good etiquette. I mean, a proper girl's not going to write about pulling out. She's not gonna put that on a piece of paper. She may laugh and blow it off, but she's not gonna actually write that. Right, so no, it, e- no, that's... it had it either had to be the 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 alpha female type. Just, I, I'm, go, ahead say the, to... just go ahead and say it, the big girl. You know you won't. Hear it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's what's word I'm looking for? The 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 girl that uh the Butch, the Butch in the lesbian relationship. Yeah, would you, would, yeah, we'll just go with that. <laughs> but I can, I can see, I can see a little gay guy writing that too, though. I mean, it's funny. Like I've heard of other people getting notes, but like that one had some grammatical errors. And, You know, like, come on, man. I'm in the very last spot. Like, I, I you know. I mean, I went through a major effort not only to park four miles from the restaurant, I actually had to walk so far I got my cardio in, and all of my food was completely out of my system by the time I got back to my truck. I mean, I wasted $30 on a meal, basically. And then that man, it was mad for this I'll say this, though, too. It's not gonna be a guy that can actually could whip your ass. This guy that wrote a note, if he took the time to write a note, because if it if it was a guy that could whip your ass, he would have walked up in the place and said, Hey, who's the dumbass that took up two parking places with their boat and boat, boat and truck? Truck and boat of that or write a phone number on there or an email address or a Oh he would've Yeah, he would have written a phone number for you to call him. Yeah, anybody that's that confrontational just would have come in and or just left a number or something. But nobody would have ripped like wrote the letter with like they like spaced it out and like ripped the notebook paper in half. Like, what you, if you carry a spiral notebook around in your car, it's too easy to cheat. You just flick and through or your iPad or whatever you have to write a note. Like, who's like somebody just got out of their pre-algebra class? And was like, oh, let's go write a letter on this dude's truck. <laughs> Those little punks better be glad I didn't see them. That's all I can say. And if they were bigger than me, then I just would have let them write it. But I, if I thought I could I, take I'm gonna, them. If I, I'm going to conclude it, it It was somebody that you could have taken. 100%. Oh, yeah. Just by looking at the note, I could have at least verbally abused them to the point where they cried. If I didn't want to get them i throwing the drill through. I had to leaving a note on my car.